Have you ever been thrust into the role of advocacy and felt inadequate to get the job done? Let's dig into the word to find out how to advocate like Jesus. Stick around to listen to the Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids podcast. Parenting a child with special needs requires extraordinary courage, strength, and perseverance. But what if you feel you don't have all that it takes? What if you're just ordinary? Annie Yorty is mom to Alyssa, who has Down syndrome. She's trusting God to put the extra in her ordinary parenting. Each Monday, she invites ordinary moms to pause for encouragement straight from the Bible and offers practical application that addresses the unique concerns that come along with raising children with special needs. Today's Bible encouragement reveals Jesus shows us how to help those in need. Hello, and welcome to Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids, where special needs moms find Bible encouragement. I'm your host, Annie Yorty, an ordinary mom who's right beside you in the trenches of the daily battle to mother your special needs child with grace and hope. Let's see what God has for us today. Our Bible encouragement comes from Philippians chapter 2, verses 4 through 9. I'm reading all scripture from the New Living Translation. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names. The Apostle Paul wrote these words about Jesus to a group of Christ followers in Philippi. He himself languished in prison at the time of writing because he wouldn't stop preaching about Christ. In this letter, Paul teaches people to live in a way that imitates Christ. Paul tells us to look out for other people. Then he enumerates how Jesus put our interests ahead of his own well-deserved comfort and privileges. He demonstrated the heart of advocacy. In last week's podcast, we read from the Bible about how God advocates for us. God also gives us the same purpose— Christ-like advocacy is Paul's message to the Philippians and to us. I didn't know I had a knack for advocacy until God gave me a daughter with Down syndrome. Time and experience advocating for her needs have honed my skills. I'm sure you have already become an advocate for your children with special needs too. Let's dig into how Jesus advocates to learn five practical steps to advocating for your children and for others in need. Step 1. Pray. 
Jesus constantly and perfectly communicates with his Father. While he lived on earth, he said every action came from his Father's direction. Pray for God to open your eyes to needs beyond your own limited vision. Only he knows everything about the individual you want to help. Ask God to give you creativity and wisdom as you seek solutions to challenges. Keep praying through all the other steps. Prayer is the glue that holds your efforts together. Step 2. Identify the needs of the individual. Jesus divinely knew our needs before he stepped out of heaven to live on earth. We needed rescue from our sins. Since we're not God, we need to expend effort to identify needs. Never assume you know how to advocate for others until you understand them. Often this step of advocacy is as simple as asking. As moms, we usually have a good grasp of our kids' needs, but not always. Children with communication barriers can't always let us know what they want or need. Behaviors offer clues, but they can be misperceived. Often, people we seek to help may not know exactly what they need. In these cases, if there is a diagnosis, you may need to learn more about it from the internet or professionals. If you're patient and observant, you will discover both overt and deeper needs, which will help move you to the next step of advocating for others. As you pray, God's wisdom will guide your understanding. Step 3. Investigate Possible Resources God knew only one solution could solve our troubles with sin. When sin entered the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, God singled out his only son as the best resource to ultimately correct the problem. As advocates, we need to identify possible supports and solutions. Start by brainstorming a list of everything you think may help. Nothing is too outlandish for this list. Be sure to consider the following resources, family, friends, education, community or government, medical, social or recreational, emotional, and mental health resources. These ideas will be the springboard for research. Search the internet, make phone calls, and ask questions. As you dig into the details, you will eliminate some ideas. Others may emerge as viable possibilities. Step 4. Create a realistic plan. God created his plan to rescue humanity from sin thousands of years ago. When the time was right, he set his plan into motion. Jesus' Messiah entered the world clothed in human flesh. He died on a cross. God raised him from the dead. Then he assigned his followers the task of telling the rest of the world the good news of Jesus. He delegated some responsibility to us. When we identify needs and resources for an individual, we must mesh the two into a realistic, achievable advocacy plan. For each part of the plan, designate the person responsible for implementation, set a timetable for completion, and determine how to evaluate the outcome. If the needs are simple and or temporary, you alone may be doing the advocacy. But remember, God offers us an important role despite our weaknesses. If an individual's needs are complex and ongoing, there may be more than one person on the advocacy team. 
In this case, it is helpful to assign a coordinator who monitors ongoing progress between the members of the team. Also, don't forget the individual, depending on capability, may be able to assume self-advocacy responsibility. Step 5. Access Identified Services and Resources Jesus faithfully followed the plan of his Father to bring us into a peaceful and love-filled relationship with him. Though it cost him everything, he never shrank away from the duty. We, too, must take the final step of advocacy and implement the plan. Three attitudes should characterize our advocacy. Consistent. We pay attention to details, take notes, and follow up. Persistent. We focus on what we hope to achieve and release our inner bulldog. In love, of course. Resilient. The road to success is often paved with rejection. We must be willing to flex as necessary. Mama, what advocacy has God called you to take on? Have you been fighting the battle in your own strength? If so, meditate upon the example of Jesus, who fully relied on his Father to advocate for those he loved. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for Jesus, who came to earth to advocate for my needs. I feel privileged, yet a bit nervous, to take up the role as advocate for my kids and for others. Please help me to follow the example of Jesus and look out for the interests of others by relying on you. I pray in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray you found encouragement for your spirit from God's Word. You can find links to resources and more encouragement in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids. I look forward to being with you again next week.